So, uh, here I am, doing science. Jerry tells the jokes, Dean sings the songs, and gets the girl. Pizza time. If you guys were the inventors of Facebook, invented Facebook. I just want to take another look at you. We went to the coast, we get together, have a few laughs. Okay, here we go. Welcome back to another episode of Loose Concept, the loosest conceptual movie podcast on the internet. My name is Elijah Smith, and joining me tonight once again from across the world wide web, ladies and gentlemen, the titan of trans-American traveling, it's Sean Mackey. Sean, welcome back to the program. Welcome home, back to uh, your home now i'm not in your home but welcome back to your home <laughs> thank you yeah it's good to be back good to be back with the boys do we want to discuss your story of west coast robbery on the podcast or uh should we i'll ever, just uh, skip yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> sean was out in the wild wild west and he ran into uh butch cassidy they had a shootout oh, yeah and i won and he won in spirit <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a great trip loved it great trip Got to- Drove almost four thousand miles. Where should the people go if they want to peep some uh, some some IG photos? Just go to my handle. It's uh, Sean, and then A for Andrew uh, Mackey. My Sean, Instagram handle. Sean A Mackey. Hit me up. Also joining us from across the internet, we have a guy who uh, is rocking a uh, interesting uh, wardrobe selection tonight. I believe the the politically correct phrase for it is a rib tank. Mm. He's let's just call it the Dom the Dom Toretto look going on right now, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Rudy Rudolph. You look like you belong in a Fast and Furious. Movie. Flexing Salud. the big guns. Me familia. He's gonna start uh, just crushing some Coronas and talking about family. Yeah. Um. Get a shiny bald head. Yeah. Um. I don't think uh, what like have you seen those pictures of Vin Diesel where he's like super fat like he's not actually jacked. Yeah, <laughs> he's, I think he's actually he's, fat. He's, he's he's not the most lean dude. He's not the most lean. <laughs> and uh, he's also not he's also not as tall as Dwayne Johnson, which the movies mm. would would uh, mislead you into thinking that he was. <laughs> he's just he's perpetually bulking. <laughs> perpetually, but I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and slander Vin Diesel, just an yeah. American icon. Well, that's the great thing about America is you don't have to get in shape to be yeah, exactly. to, make it, to make it here. <laughs> exactly. Can make it which, which transitions us into our next topic. We're going to talk about Shikari Richardson because Sean's got yeah. a flaming hot take on that. <laughs> just kidding. We're not going to get into that. Free Shikari. Sad to see it happen. Freer. Free, free, free American excellence, baby. Mm-hmm. Um... Free American I'll, I'll probably cut that part out. Um, <laughs> leave it in. Where's I going from that? Trailer of the week. We haven't been here for Trailer a while. Trailer of the week. Oh, no, no. First, I wanted to ask you if you ever shaved your head, Rudy. No. The closest I got was uh, in college. I had a friend of mine give me like a number two all the way around for 50 cents and no, quarters. It's like no. the worst haircut I ever got. No. I don't know who that, <laughs> I don't know who that person who was. Who was that? They gave you a number, <laughs> number two, two all around. at the bottom and then a nice clean fade up to the top that is <laughs> nice not what happened very all. classic hairstyle that is not what happened at all how many quarters was that two or four i can't for, remember for two quarters <laughs> it was definitely quarters though and now that person has been your friend for the last eight years of your life True. so you know what worth Whatever. it <laughs> elijah did you expect to asking that question and then him not bring no i thought he was going to talk about like maybe if he went bald someday he would shave his head i don't know oh 100 definitely would just seeing rudy in the 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 wife beater look right now is just making me wonder if he could he could be a convincing dominic toretto i think yeah, he could do it i could grab a corona right now and hop in my dad's charger <laughs> <laughs> i love it perfect um, before we get started with today's episode, uh, go and uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Loose Concept Pod. Um, you can send us an email to looseconceptpod at gmail.com and we will 100% read it on, the, on air on an episode because we always do. 
Um, so do those things. If you want a t-shirt, you can go to bonfire.com slash lose concept. The t-shirts are still there. Or if you're big into comfort colors, like I am, I currently have about 37 different comfort color shirts. You can go to yeah, bonfire.com slash lose concept two, the number two, and get a loose concept comfort colors there. So be sure to check um, that out too. All right, time to get into it, boys. Trailer of the week this week. We got an upcoming Netflix film, Beckett. There was an accident with the car. Where's my girlfriend, April? There were people in the house. Nobody has uh, lived there for years. I saw someone. My friend, come out. It's a misunderstanding. I need help. I'm a U.S. citizen. I was vacationing with my girlfriend. I need a ride to Athens. That's where the U.S. Embassy is. Are we in danger? I know you're scared. I get it. Look, you know I have the whole picture. Then who's after me? Mm. Beckett. No relation to... Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, who's that dude in Pirates of the Caribbean that that's like a British guy, East India Trading Company or something? Yeah, there's a bunch of Becketts. That guy sucks. No relation to the uh, sports trading card guidebook. Then you get those. Nope. The Beckett. Oh, not an handbook. idiot. <laughs> <laughs> don't, I don't pay money for pieces of paper unless that paper is actual money. <laughs> Genius. I don't, pay, I, don't, <laughs> I don't pay money for money either. Aren't you? Aren't you in college right now, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I do pay money for pieces of paper, I guess. <laughs> Whomst among us is not full of contradictions. <laughs> anyway, Beckett. This Beckett. is uh, uh, the synopsis is following a tragic car accident in Greece. Beckett, an American tourist, finds himself at the center of a dangerous political conspiracy and on the run for his life. So, as we said, this is going to be on Netflix. Comes out August thirteenth. Um, but it's the the main reason we're talking about this trailer is because it's got our boy, our boy, young legend John David Washington in it. JD Dubs. Now we're on the we're on the record here at Loose Concept is uh, buying the John David Washington stock very early. Um, oh yeah, we bought it last year. Yeah, last year, and that stock is looking <laughs> looking to the moon. It's to the moon right now. <laughs> to the moon, we're holding. We're holding Hot the John leaf. David Washington <laughs> stock after watching this trailer because this trailer looks sick. So good. <laughs> yeah, my take is that this trailer is actually the sequel to Tenet where the protagonist just gets spit out and now he's in Greece because it kind of looks like he's got all the same skills and the same personality and it's going to act it the same way, which I'm all about. Like, I'm here for <laughs> it. I love it. I mean, Greece just like a beautiful, beautiful looking country. Um, I think like it's an economic disaster sort of, but it, it looks really great. <laughs> and so that makes it a great place to have it, have it be a movie setting. So I'm all in on that. I'm all in on John mm-hmm. David Washington. Alicia Vikander is starring opposite him as his wife, and she is very beautiful to me. And uh, <laughs> Boyd Holbrook is going to be in this movie, who is an underrated uh, up-and-coming actor, also holding on to some Boyd Holbrook stock, so I dig that. Um, mm. There's just lots of things to be into about this movie. An hour and 48-minute runtime, run which is pretty darn there close to uh, you know what, what, you, what about all you could ask for. You know, It might be 18 minutes too long, but when it's, when it's uh, J.D. Dubs in a movie, I think I could handle the extra 18 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I I thought it also looked good. It was it looked sometimes I can have a a higher bar for Netflix stuff where I'm kind of like if I'm not super impressed by it, I didn't even know this was a Netflix movie. Mm. That's that's what my take is. It, it looks like a high high action thriller that I would actually want to see in theaters. Um, mm. Yeah. But yeah, kind of, I don't know if after watching this, I'll want to go to Greece or not. Um, <laughs> we'll see. 
uh, I do want to go right now, but um, <laughs> this might be like taken for Europe. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's my only like sort of qualm about it is it looks very similar to that Nick, uh, that Liam Neeson movie where he was like a person who like, you know, had a mistaken identity. I think that movie is called Unknown. Um, oh, that yeah. He was in. Mm-hmm. It looks like a very similar plot line to that one with like a car accident and and stuff. But uh, it wakes up with amnesia. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just glad John David Washington's in another movie. Yeah. Back to back years yeah and the same 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 type of movie he's not going like any doing anything crazy you know he's playing the he's sticking with the hits here got an, an action and action adventure so <laughs> that's the worst thing about actors is they're not like us they don't want to just make awesome action <laughs> movies they make that for the dough and they're like i want to do something really artsy and Ew, dramatic I, and yeah. i'm gonna and movie, like, make a movie blah. where i play my own mother yeah <laughs> like, until they want a house want in the hamptons <laughs> then they're like, "Oh yeah, I'll do an action movie. I want a house yeah, I'll do that. in Hawaii." For Fifty okay. mil, okay. <laughs> I mean, they are sort of like us, and that they do have like sort of a one for me, one for them feel, and we definitely do that with this podcast. So, <laughs> except for Tom Cruise, who always does a movie for the people. Yeah, that's true. Tom Cruise is always one for them. You got to respect him for it. Yeah. So Beckett, go look it up check it out on imdb the trailers trailers over there right now it's a uh, worth the worth the watch worth the uh, two minutes and 30 seconds or however long the trailer is so the, the other movie it makes me think of is that johnny depp movie where he's like a tourist i think that one's in italy though that one's called the tourist the tourist yep that's right <laughs> that's the it sort of gave I me actually those like vibes that movie. yeah yeah but again this looks better than that because it's jdw instead of uh johnny depp yeah He's at the W. So it's JD. This is a question. How many years before JDW gets an Oscar? It might be for Over Beckett. Under. Yeah, I say within Beckett. within five years. He's getting one. Yeah, the dude's good. Yeah, I think I think within five years too. How many years before Alicia Vikander's getting an Oscar? She's never getting an Oscar. She has one in my heart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I think she could get one. She just has to do something really artsy. She did that movie with uh, Ex Machina. She was in Ex Machina, and that that other movie with that guy who with the weird face and voice, who like he was a woman. He dressed up as a woman. Oh, uh, the uh, something something. <laughs> <laughs> the something something. Yes, she was in the something was something. Uh, she was in the Tulip War movie. No, what was that guy? What's that guy's name? He uh, he talks like this. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Redmayne. Eddie Redmayne. Redmayne, yeah, freaking Eddie Redmayne. Have you guys seen? Was, have you guys uh, seen The Good Shepherd? No. Oh, the Danish, the Danish girl is the movie. The Danish girl, yeah. We got to do The Good Shepherd. Okay. Look at the cast for The Good Shepherd, guys. Oh, Hold is that up. a new movie? No. Uh, Came out in the mid two thousand. Is Alicia Vikander in it? No. How do you but Eddie Redmayne's in it. Oh. I don't know. I don't know okay. if I can do any movie with Eddie Redmayne in it. Well, you wouldn't like it, Elijah, because it's like almost three hours. Oh More God. like Eddie Red Lame. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Crush. Well, it's got Matt Damon though. Wait, which one? Matt Damon, Angelina. No, look at the entire cast. The tumultuous early Alec history Baldwin. of the CIA. Matt Damon, Angelina Jolie, Alec Baldwin, Billy Crudup, Billy Crudup, Robert De Niro, William Hurt. Michael Lee Gambon, Shirt, Timothy Hutton, oh Gabriel Mox, let's go. Lee, Lee Pace. Pace, Joe, Joe Pesci, Pesci, Eddie Redmayne. John you know Lee Sessions. Pace is like seven feet tall. John Tortoro. What's that movie I just watched? Tuck Everlasting. You guys ever see that one? Is Lee Pace in it? That the other day. Uh, no, William Hurt's in that. Uh, it's the dead. Is this Good Shepherd movie? It says about the CIA. Is this like a pro CIA movie? Because I'm not definitely not down for that. I'm firmly anti CIA. <laughs> um, I think it kind of keeps it neutral. I'm team team no CIA. Team defund Why? defund the CIA. Are you for real? Why? They're spying on people. Spying on Americans. Their CIA is tight. Screw those dudes. I'm pro CIA. They're listening to this right now. CIA. I'm I know. Pro you. Yeah. That's don't that's why I don't me. like them. Yeah. Send me send me a CIA cap. I'll wear. It. They're listening <laughs> to this, listeners. but they're not subscribing and rating <laughs> on Apple Podcasts. 
CIA, if you leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, <laughs> I will change my stance on the CIA. <laughs> anyway, Beckett <laughs> looks tight. Shouts, shouts to John David Washington. We, we love you. All right. Moving on. Let's, Let's get into our feature film of the week. This this week, we're really leaning into the, the streaming-only content, streaming-only uh, blockbuster content. You know, Beckett, this is going to be streaming-only. And now our uh, feature film of the week, also streaming-only movie, didn't come into theaters. Uh, we're breaking down 2021's Tomorrow War. <laughs> the Tomorrow War. <laughs> Even better. The Tomorrow War has arrived on Prime Video. It's not even loaded. It's a pressurized cabin. Why would I load it in the cabin? It's the Cadmus movie of the summer. That should be fun. With jaw-dropping action. I got one! It's wildly entertaining. I'll get my coat. Bruce Pratt is action hero perfection. Fire! Looking forward to that. The Tomorrow War, now streaming. Rated PG-13. In the Tomorrow War, which is rated PG-13, a family man is drafted to fight in a future war where the fate of humanity relies on his ability to confront the past. It's directed by Chris McKay, who is uh, the noted, notedly of the um, Lego Batman movie director fame. So, just a sterling, sterling resume for for, uh, Chris McKay. Someone saw the Lego Batman movie and was like, this guy needs to do a live action movie that's four hours long. It's got uh, Chris Pratt, J.K. Simmons, Yvonne Strahovski. Betty Gilpin, Edwin Hodge, Sam Richardson, Keith Powers, Mike Mitchell, a bunch of randos. These are all really yeah. randos, except for Chris My first Pratt. observation is, you know they spent so much money on Chris Pratt, they couldn't get anybody else. Yeah, they dropped <laughs> the, when you see that. They dropped the bag on Chris Pratt, and uh, sort of, uh, <laughs> just, it was a big fall off from there. Let's get all these other people that used to be on, like, a sketch comedy show. Yeah, J.K. Simmons is a snag. Well, J.K. Simmons is like the only one Academy nominated, I believe. Didn't he win an Oscar? I like I like J.K. Simmons, but the rest of the people, I don't know. No, that's a fair 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 observation, Sean. I agree. Is uh, pretty much all downhill from there. But yeah, Um, Yeah. this came out on Amazon. I believe Amazon spent $200 million what? to buy this movie from Paramount Pictures so that they could it could stream exclusively on Amazon Prime. So if you have an Amazon Prime uh, account, you can uh, get on there and watch this movie. It's a PG-13. You can log on and watch all two hours and 20 minutes of this movie. Yeah, wouldn't recommend. And uh, <laughs> yeah, the boys have takes. Um, can I say something like we might be aligned on this? I think all three of us, this might be one of our most aligned episodes. (laughs) We're going to get the moons, the the moons of loose concept are coming into perfect alignment for different, Um, different reasons, which we'll get into. We'll get into the different reasons. The we're, we don't all hate this movie for the same reason. I'm pretty sure, but uh, I think we all dislike this movie. So we'll get, we can get into it. But first, before we do, let's get into the best. We, we always like to look at the bright side here at LC, right? We're very positive, so we're going to start with the positive, optimistic side of the content. Best part of the movie. I had unique alien concept. Mm, mm. Um, I've never seen the type of alien that they... It's kind of like... It was like a mix of a termite, large termite mixed with like a hippo or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Mixed with a rabbit, mix, mixed with a cheetah. <laughs> I don't know. It was a historically bad name for aliens, though. For the alien thing. The White Spikes. The White Spikes. Yeah, White Spikes. Which just, <laughs> I think, described the things that they shoot at people. I don't know. Um, and Chris Pratt. I love Chris Pratt in it. Yeah. Um, I, lo- I love Chris Pratt. <laughs> I don't I don't want to get too deep into any of my takes, but my one opinion on this movie is that it was sort of like if you had a had a an uh, artificial intelligence write a sci-fi script, this is what it would come out with. <laughs> I can see that. That is a tremendous take. 
That is great. Um, but best, the best part for me, the best part was uh, J.K. Simmons muscles, Jack Jack K. Simmons mm. in it, um, and uh, prison his, muscle, J.K. and Simmons. his healthy distrust of the the government, which I also mm. appreciated. So, as mm. we just discussed, my uh, opinions on the CIA, I think J.K. Simmons in this movie would probably agree with me. So, yeah, um, I agree with Sean. My best was the aliens look sick. Um, and I, the, the thing I liked about it is the way that they didn't really like just show you them right away. I think the way they introduced them was kind of interesting by yeah. cloaking them for a while. Uh, I thought it was really dumb that the female alien like didn't look like hardly look different at all from the other ones. She's bigger. She's got red belly stuff on her face. Yeah, got that red belly. Um, but yeah, just kind of like it. what they say about me too. Yeah. That was the only best thing. He's just bigger and has a red belly. (laughs) Moving on. Worst. Here we go. Let's dig in, boys. (laughs) My worst part of the movie was... I should go first. Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) Snake trap. Okay. Everybody wants to go first on the worst. (laughs) There are so many things that are the worst about this movie, so I won't... I will I will stick to one, which is this is a horrendous script. <laughs> there are some there are some absolutely garbage dumpster fire lines, and I could go on and on. But when I got back from Nam, I was in a dark place. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> got to go on a trip for a week. So he goes and tells his daughter, "Got to go on a trip for a week." She says, "Are you going to the thing?" And he could say, "No, I'm just going on a work trip." But no, he says, "Yeah, I'm going to the thing," even though she just had nightmares about it for for. <laughs> months on end i don't um, know what hero- you couldn't condone lying to your children rudy yes i do heroes because you answered the call the guy's telling them you guys are heroes for answering the call it's like you literally hijacked me and said <laughs> and threatened me with taking my family i'm a hero now you shanghaied um, me into this shtick and now you're yeah. saying I'm a, I'm a, i took the call i could go on and on and on but i'll just kind of end it the, 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 just at the point there's a point there where they're getting about to get into the jump where you have all these civilians and it's up until that point it's a pretty serious movie like first 15 minutes and then it's just constant jokes just constant <laughs> jokes from these people about yeah. what they're wearing and like they focus in on that girl and the and the guy charlie and it's like what is going on right now it was atrocious that's it yeah that's I have, i've got a lot of thoughts so i mean i just want to sort of plow through these categories so we can get to the miscellaneous <laughs> notes question because i have a list of about like 50 miscellaneous thoughts that yes. just popped into my head as i was watching this movie but yes. for me the the worst part of the movie by far were any of the scenes where chris pratt had to do uh, acting um he's okay where he's like <laughs> shooting a gun or whatever but literally any of the scenes where he has to read a line uh, pretty much any part of this movie that he's and uh, is. Just... See, I thought you guys would like this movie. Really? What? This was such a bad movie. I was worried Elijah would like it because just the stupidity. But I feel like it's even too low for you, man. Yeah, it wasn't. It, well, no, it just wasn't dumb enough. I guess I don't know. <laughs> well, I just thought you would have liked it because it was like a it was like a popcorn action film. See, know? I have I have a theory where everything is a circle, and at the top of the circle is good, and at the bottom of the circle is bad. And sometimes you go down to the bottom of the circle, and some movies they get so much momentum going down to the bottom of the circle <laughs> to bad that they swing back up to the good part of the circle again. Okay. This movie didn't I have like enough that. momentum going down to the bad section, and it just it fell down there and it just lingered in the bad section. It couldn't work. Well, not that I think that up. you have bad taste, but just sometimes you like just like the fantastical action movies. No, it's okay, Sean. You can say I have bad taste. Whatever. No, like like I I, enjoy, I actually enjoyed some of the like action scenes where it was just like them. How no. ridiculous it was where they were sending in these people who were like clearly like they had two hours of training, and they're just like, yeah, these people are going to survive longer than an hour in this place <laughs> and i'm just like this is just the the sheer like uh disrespect for human life yeah. it's just like no regard for human life if they have these algorithms to check when these people are gonna die but they don't have algorithms to see like what is the probability that this person lasts more than five minutes <laughs> in this environment them send them in there anyway here's a new like, pair of pants know, they send them in there and they like 
eighty percent don't fall in that swimming pool and die immediately. <laughs> 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 oh. Oh my goodness. Anyways, so so I that was your you that was your worst, that. Sean? Well, I have a couple. I mean I just said one was like some plot holes where like he was so concerned of about her dying, but it's kind of like Why? Well if you have the toxin and you guys can just kill all of them as soon as they arrive, she's not gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. It was like there was so much emotion with her no, like, it, I can't lose you. Well, and, like, let's we get into well, wait, wait. We should have done a spoiler alert before we before we discuss that. But um, <laughs> I think he's all of our I think all of that, our podcasts are spoiler alert. I mean, yeah, you're not people, listening to this, and we're not gonna tiptoe around spoilers. People should know that by now. But I think he, they were supposed to be sad. I mean, that part was justifiable. I think he was supposed to be sad because that version of her was gonna cease to exist because of the toxin. Get over it. Get over it. It's a bad Freaking. version of her because she's like sad that her dad left her. Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, but what? It's good that that version died. Yeah, it was a bad version. <laughs> that version also, that, but if that version's dead, she can never make the toxin that saves everybody, right? Yeah, but I they never know. come in the first place. Let's keep oh, let's keep plotting through these categories because I got to get to the miscellaneous thoughts. Got some brain matter. Just touching back head. in on my circular good to bad thing real quick though. There was one moment where it swooped up to, into good again, which is involves a snowmobile, but we can discuss that later. Yes. Um, <laughs> recast a roll. Oh no, cut a scene. No, add a scene. Cut a scene. Add a scene. I can go. Um, yeah, go ahead, Sean. Um, add more J.K. Simmons. I mean, he's only in this movie for like 10 minutes and yeah. he needs to be in mm. two hours of the two, on, two hour and 20 minute yeah. run Retweet. time. Yeah. Um, I just felt like he was he was just adding a lot to Chris Pratt's character um, in that there's like that tent, like the whole movie when it's just Chris Pratt on his own, he's like tries to act like he has such high ideals and everything and then you learn that he just gave up on his whole family <laughs> and you're just kind of like bro just like get with it and i feel like he was like that ending part where he kind of realizes that he was kind of i don't know it was not really told but i was surmised that he saw his own mistakes with his daughter with his father that like his father gave up on his family and then he found out that his self like you know that version of him did yeah. end up giving up on his family and so i felt like that empathy for his dad i feel like that would have been good to get over with like in the beginning of the movie and then if they kind of were just like this power action crew um the rest of the movie would have been fun to see yeah because you had jk simmons on set like why not use him more i love yep. that quote you had him there why not use him Yep. You're right, John. Yeah. What are you cutting out? Did you say? I'm cutting out like a lot of the like. I feel like if they would have just went in with like a a finite, um, like you don't need to send however many people they're sending every week into. <laughs> like they're like, oh, five hundred thousand people just died last week. Like, yeah. How long can we keep this up? And yeah. it's like maybe maybe send like. 300 people that are like actually have a higher chance yeah. so a lot of that just the joking and like the not preparing anybody and like all of those uh one character's named cowan and owns nor like all of that like you don't know how to shoot a gun come on let's yeah. be real you, see, you still have kids going to school and then, like, yeah like all of this just ridiculousness like, shouldn't everybody be training sending like thousands of people to just die and just like have more of like we need we need elite people to go in every week yeah. a little bit like um what is that movie with tom cruise and edge of tomorrow, edge of tomorrow? like edge of tomorrow have it be more i don't know i feel like that's when i saw stop taking it I like seriously i was like are they really have the writing in this film <laughs> yeah the movie it's a little bit like yeah, they, the they had awful. the idea and they only thought it like two steps deep rather than like five steps deep and it's like yeah. if you just like put one more yeah. thought into this movie well yes elijah so anyway that's what i hate about this movie is because like they took this kind of sick idea that could have been made into like a good quality movie and i was watching it with ash and i was like where I did know, they go what? wrong like well, this movie's so bad. Like everything about it's bad, right? Like, they're like, 
it's got a good idea. But like, if Christopher Nolan did this movie, think about that, right? It would be well, they, amazing. The okay? thing is, it they would are, be all. It would be like the same stuff. They had this idea, better. and they already made it. It's called Terminator Two. Like, that's that's the movie. Like, <laughs> the the robots are gonna take over everything. Like, that's in the future and then they go into the past to help someone who's going to eventually come and help them in the future like it's the same future past like plot line this is just like reverse terminator but with aliens instead of robots gotcha yeah that's know. true i just think it's funny like there's a bunch of different ways you could take it take uh michael bay if michael bay did this movie yeah. it'd be so much better right it'd be like yeah a fun stupid it'd alien have movie. more more american flags um, in it that's okay. for sure more more product placement yeah I did notice that they had the American flag on that international station. They had the American flag yeah. above the Chinese flag, above like a bunch of random countries. Flag. International Appreciated station, that, but... America. Um, yeah, I, I'm cutting almost everything. This movie. I have that too. Yep. This movie, like, <laughs> Cut too. almost all of the movie. Is what I have written down. <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, it needs to be half as long. I think particularly annoying was the whole story like on the beach with the girl telling chris pratt how he leaves them in the past yeah and like to me that was just stupid it makes no sense like there's nothing to, the like nothing like sets the basis for that possibly happening in the future no. like it seems like he has a great relationship with the wife so there's nothing there that is like yeah oh i could kind of see how that hits how he, how he could eventually like leave it like there's no basis for that ever happening and so she's just making this story it's like nah that definitely is not gonna happen like you, what are you talking about <laughs> i literally said i was like i think i I think this is like a trap. I think they're trying to trick Chris Pratt into like doing something that he wouldn't ordinarily do. If <laughs> yeah. He thought that he was going to go back to this horrible life. But no, they didn't do that. It was just. That would have been a more interesting it. concept. So they, yeah. they couldn't have gone that route. Yeah. So, yeah. So, all that and like the comedic elements that I thought were just horribly placed. I'm cutting all that. And in addition to J.K. Simmons, I want more of that guy, Dorian. He was like the one cool character in this movie, the one who wore like the claw. Yeah, he had this cool backstory. He's like not really afraid to die, and he keeps going back to the tours. But like, there's no, there's not enough of him. Like, there's no like uh, shots showing his killing chops. And I think if you would have had like a couple montages, maybe or some flashbacks, <laughs> montages and flashbacks of his different tours with some like ACDC music playing in the background, he's just like lighting yes. up aliens. I would have liked that. I dig it. Maya, like I said, uh, yeah, mine sort of went along with them cutting almost all the movies. Sort of feels like it ends like halfway through um, when the future daughter dies, or like I don't know. So there needs to be some other. You just sort of end it when the future daughter dies, then or maybe there's one more scene in the. T- I don't know. There's like, but you get to the point where the future daughter dies, and it's like you're only there's still like an hour and a half worth of movie left to go. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> what is happening here? So. I'm chopping it, chopping it there. But I, at the end, I do like the end where they find the spaceship. And this is where what I'm adding in is a tie-in with the Alien franchise. In the Alien franchise in Prometheus, <laughs> there's these dudes that plant seeds of alien life on other planets. And they're oh. like sort of, it's pretty much like they just ripped that off for this movie. Like these mm-hmm. other aliens that come and bring like this parasite alien to wipe out a planet. And they pretty much ripped that off from Prometheus directly. So rather than rip it off, we're doing a tie-in. And then instead of the aliens, they're yes. all like the aliens from the Aliens movies. This becomes part of the Alien franchise. Tie it all together. Um, so oh, yeah, you I, know think, I love the tie-in. I think, think that could work. So that was my ad. I don't want to forget. I know we're going to go right into recast, but I just wanted to make the point that it was funny how there were so many points in this movie where I'm like, wait a second, that is so dumb. And I like go take a note because like, with the ship, I was like, there's no way those crazy psychopathic killer aliens are going to build that ship. And I feel like the director yeah. realized that. So they're like, they put in that three-second scene where there's these other aliens. <laughs> Wait a second. Something else. <laughs> of these other aliens. It's like, but there's no explanation of that. It's just, oh, okay. Just like shut up. These guys, <laughs> the these guys the that are only here to feed probably couldn't build a spaceship. Yeah. So anyway, recast. Yeah, recast a role. Sean, why don't you lead us off here? Well, I didn't really recast. I just got rid of all of the comedic characters who couldn't <laughs> shoot guns. 
out of this movie, and I don't want to replace him with anybody. I just want <laughs> like that elite crew, like, crew that you said, like with Dorian, like just keep them alive and just yeah. have like ten people go in. And it's like their mission is to try and save, I guess, the medical team. I don't know. Yeah, I like and that. What was funny is like we have all of these advanced systems. They couldn't figure out like having pulse monitoring or something like live pulse monitoring of those that medical team to be like oh yeah, yeah. they're all dead we don't need to send in <laughs> fifty thousand people that all die getting thrown at miami condos the dead medical team by the way who are in some sort of like hive thing that then they never tie back Explain. into anything ever again like yeah. those are the only humans that they're using to make a hive sort of thing the rest of them they just eat the humans but those ones that specific medical team we're gonna tie them up in this hive and then not explain why they're like that oh man. Well, and why is the medical team not in the fortification that they built well that brings like, me they to... couldn't capture one of those things that they could do tests on it just seemed like there is the movie whole movie is made up by a guy who is like making the, mo- the story up like one line at a time and then they see these humans in a hive thing and then they go down a stairwell and then there's an alien and oh, then yeah. there's more aliens and then like it's just an and then movie yeah. What did they end up doing with those vials? They didn't even need those vials because they ended up needing to get the the female version. I, I Be- think yeah, I think they used those to develop the toxin, but I have some thoughts on that that we can talk about in the miscellaneous <laughs> questions. Granting them a lot to. of uh, <laughs> a lot of undue. Because they were like they're like, we have a male toxin, but we really need a female toxin. It's like why aren't you using that male toxin? People are just shooting them with guns, and it's not doing anything. Yeah. Before we do, let's get on to the recast a role here, Sean. Yeah, you so, ha- you, so you have Sean no recast. You're just cutting I have people. No recast. Out of I'm just movie. eliminating people from this movie. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm taking Chris Pratt out of this movie. I like him. Mm. Oh, wow. and I think it's almost like I don't know. I, I'm trying to imagine how he got in this movie. I think what I think happened is the director and the writers were like, okay. We're gonna have this cool movie. We need a guy who's kind of cool but has some funny lines, and I feel like that's how they got the Chris Pratt, right? Like, okay, he's he play the cool guy, but he's funny. But then they don't use him in any really f- meaningfully funny way, and he's not that good of like a a really badass, you know, warrior. <laughs> so he just kind of right. falls super flat. So I think, yeah, you go with it one of two ways. I think either go with someone who's actually very funny, like. Taiko Itd, and you have him be the the yeah. crazy the main guy, and he writes the movie, and it's cool. just a comedy. Or you go with someone like Keanu, and it's just you know John Wick killing aliens. But I I think that Chris Pratt was wasted, and yeah, this is uh, it hurts. I don't his know career. if it I don't know if it hurts his career, but the 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 problem with Chris Pratt is I have Chris Tate I'm taking Chris Pratt out of this movie too but the problem with Chris Pratt in this movie is that and and Chris Pratt in Hollywood in general is he's he's often cast as a leading man when he's not Chris Pratt is not the 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 number the best player on a championship team Chris Pratt is like Tobias Harris like he's he can be your third best guy he can go out there and get you you know 20 points and and five rebounds but he's not out there doing like 30 and 10 and six with six assists or something like he's just Chris Pratt. Like he, he can be there. Right. So you need like a, a, a primary star for Chris Pratt to sort of circle around. But the problem is they keep putting him in these movies like here, Tobias Harris, you can be the best player on a championship basketball team. And he's just not that guy. And so any team that he's on as the best guy, they're not going to win a championship. And so that's why this movie fails because but, it's, it rests too heavily on Chris Pratt's shoulders. Elijah, I like the, now the work you put into making that analogy, but don't, don't you think that in Guardians he was like the number one guy? And he, I know he had a good supporting cast, but I feel like he was the no, main no, guy no. in that movie. Uh, I don't know. I think that's that's <laughs> that's that's Stick like maybe yeah yeah. Well, okay, if we're, sti- if we're sticking to the take, that's that's Tobias Harris is there, but at the same time, it's like saying Tobias Harris is the best player on this team, but it's like 
the the Clippers team that Tobias Harris was on, where it's really like the star is like Shy Gilgis Alexander, and like that's really like Bradley Cooper as the raccoon and Vin mm. Diesel as as Groot in that movie. They're the real stars, <laughs> and it's like we're all pretending like like Chris Pratt is the star of this movie, but it's let's be real, it's the raccoon in the tree, you know. <laughs> Word. And even Dave Bautista in that movie is like a better third Hilarious. star than Chris Pratt is. Chris Pratt is sort of just like the guy you you sort of have to have in the movie. He's just like a, a filler guy. Yeah, you get a, you could get a, you could get fifteen different Hollywood guys to play that movie, that role. Yep. So who are you putting in? I don't know. I don't, I don't have I don't have any solution. I think if you even if you put some like another Chris in there, you swap in a a Chris Pine for that role i think he could he could do um give you a little he could give a little more gravitas to the scenes that are like actual acting scenes but he could also give some lighthearted comedy like he does in the star trek movies he's he's in like i think chris pratt uh chris pine is just better at doing this type of movie than chris pratt is uh you could also go with a younger star i don't know someone else i don't know i'd have to think about it a little more than i did think about it but I mean, I don't. Yeah. I would. I feel like Keanu. This isn't really the right movie for Keanu either, though. Maybe you do do a Bradley Cooper. Maybe Bradley Cooper could pull it off. But that just feels like it's like too much. He would never do this movie. No, he would I don't never. Know. Yeah, I feel movie. like it's like who are you throwing into the fire? Well, that's what I, I mean. Like, Mark Wahlberg, like. No, Mark wouldn't do this. I don't. Yeah, I was thinking like Tom Cruise, maybe. Tom Cruise. Yeah, Tom Cruise is in this movie. It's an infinitely better movie. For sure. Yeah, because he because this movie is like the Tom Cruise of movies. Like it's completely ridiculous. It's super yeah. outlandish. It costs two hundred million dollars. Like, yeah. Chris Pratt is not Tom Cruise though. Chris no. Pratt is like I would I have don't dinner know. with Chris Pratt. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think of like all the Holly people in Hollywood. I would probably get along the best with Chris Pratt, but yeah. it, that doesn't make him the like the most like interesting or charismatic star True. to see True. in a movie. Do you guys think like all of these um, streaming services are really getting their money's worth at like two hundred million dollars? They're not making any additional money off of that. It's basically just marketing. Well, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, like but. People log money. on and they see some uh, some bath towels that they want there, and they they can serve them <laughs> serve them ads for the other programs they have, and they maybe yeah. there's a flashlight and. Uh, I guess I'm just afraid of like all of this money just creating so much bad content, you know. No, uh, I we're think well, it's be we're way beyond content. that point, Sean. <laughs> yeah, well, it's gonna that's the problem yeah. with Netflix. They're doing the shotgun approach. I feel like they should just they should take five hundred million dollars and make like these epics that would be cool yeah but five like, 100 million dollar movies you think about what amazon prime like just prime what is it 115 bucks and they have 100 million subscribers that's like yeah 100 is that 100 billion dollars it's a math it's a going here. <laughs> it's a lot of it's money like quick it's math stupid already. money so but i mean that that takes us into our notes because i did have i was that was my oh, thought was um this I feel like the other than the way the alien the uh, the special effects on the aliens, the production value in this movie is like pretty low. It's not very good. Yeah. Yes. Which thank I was you. Th- thinking has to like not bode well for the Amazon Lord of the Rings series that they're oh, no. just dumping a ton of money into. Oh, but that but this was actually put together by Paramount Pictures, so this was like an actual movie. Yeah, it wasn't studio. an Amazon Studio. Um, it just yeah, seemed right. to me like the movie was a little bit like, like you know, like when you go on YouTube and you're like, someone's like making a Star Wars sequel that they're like making in their backyard. And this is like, this is what it seemed. And they've got like, like a, a subscription to Adobe After Effects. And they're just like putting in like, put an explosion effect here, put in an electric bubble here. And like, dude, they're why just, are the apartment buildings on fire? Like what, what causes apartment buildings to be on fire? And why do they like? It's just Miami. It's extremely humid there. It's by the beach. Like the the monsters don't shoot fire. They weren't really bombing yet. Like why is everything on fire? It's just like those stupid, you know, like like you were saying, like the red effect when they're on the ship and like everything gets red and yeah. It's like what's going on? I don't know. So I yeah. In that sense, I thought that I just thought the production value overall was pretty pretty low. But I don't know. I got a ton of notes here, so I don't know how you want to how you want to get through all these notes. But let's do, let's do round robin. Go ahead, Elijah. You start. 
first off, world the World Cup at Christmas time. What? <laughs> What's going on here? The World Cup is during the summer. That's going to happen in December 2022. <laughs> is it in Qatar? Yeah, it's here in the winter. It's time? too hot to have it in the in the summer. So it's officially going to be in the winter. Okay, maybe that's when this when this World Cup was happening. I feel like it's always been in the summer, pretty much all through history. Said, yeah, maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong on that. Well, it's got, this is, this will be the only time it'll be. They said, I think they said that that was a perfect example of like the director being like, "I want it to be Christmas, okay, but I want the World <laughs> Cup going on." It's like, okay, we'll just say that it's going to be too hot in the summer to play. So. <laughs> no, it's really going to be. That's really yeah. it's a fact. I know. Okay, well, life. that answers that question. Next question. Okay. Boom. I got a quick Next. question. Um, well, no, it's not a question. It is a critique of the <laughs> script again. The aliens. <laughs> okay. They're really crazy. Like, they hide them. They, they don't show them. They show a little six. You know, they do a good job keeping them secret. And then you get that awesome scene where you see the first ones, and it's sick. And then yeah. you get the one guy go, that's them. It's like, no, that's the aliens. Like, I thought that was just another animal that had appeared. Like, okay, next. Yeah, yeah, I gotta be. Cl- yeah, I, I do want to say, like, despite my comments on the production value, the production on the aliens was like awesome. Super high. So, in the Super same high. way, they spent all their casting budget on Chris Pratt. It's like they spent all their production budget on making sick aliens, which they, they did. The like aliens they look. They look. Yeah, they look really great. Really good special yeah. effects. Just like the textures and everything, but like all the rooms that they're in look like fake. Like when they're in that that army God. base, it looks like a fake base. Like the background, like even the neighborhood they're in looks like a fake neighborhood. Like everything yeah. looks fake except for the aliens, which, which look I, like they're I mean, actually there. <laughs> if that's what you're gonna spend money on in a movie, I'm not gonna complain about like that being the only thing you spend money on because it looked like the, a real beach that they were on. They looked sick. The aliens looked really good. Yeah, and that scene with the um. That scene with the uh, where they're in the Humvee tr- driving away, and she's like shooting at the aliens from the machine gun on top of the yeah. the, the Hummer or whatever. That scene was awesome. Like that, there were yeah. moments where it was like, "Oh, this is sick!" Like that well, was a at great the end scene too. When J.K. Simmons is destroying all of them with a sniper rifle, that was pretty cool. <laughs> we can get, 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 into, get, to that. get into that later. Um, <laughs> Sean, did you have a later. have a miscellaneous note? Because I got like. Um, 34 more (laughs) well i i I thought did you guys notice like how how slow they were getting to the helicopter they're like oh we need to get to that helicopter and they're like okay and they just start walking i can tell you about where they like with the crew with the initial crew and the fat guy falls down the uh train tracks and they all go down to get him and then no, six people the end, die in the when... process to save one stupid <laughs> yeah. fat guy who's no. definitely going to die anyway. No, um, towards the end when they, they have the um, toxin and they're like, okay, we need to get to that helicopter. And they're just like, because they didn't need to get to the helicopter, time, Sean. Just... They didn't need to get to the helicopter. Yeah, he was going well, to get sucked away from wherever he was. <laughs> yeah. so, so instead of getting into a secure location, and first of all, why don't they have escape pods in like every area of that rig? Number two, why didn't they sedate the mo- the mother again as soon yeah. as it wakes up? Just be like, okay, boom, we're gonna sedate. <laughs> they yeah. just they're like, oh no, yeah. we can't yeah. sedate her anymore. They didn't or, even say that or just shoot her. her like as soon as she wakes <laughs> yeah. up. You have the toxin, you know it works. Just just yeah. freaking shoot her with your gun and shoot her, blast her head. Yeah, that whole ending thing, and then she, he's getting so upset because he's like, I need you need to survive. Like, it's like, no, she doesn't. Yeah, and then two. You don't need to be anywhere safe. You just need to survive. The exactly. Next just like hide in the corner. Ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. Shoot the mother and then hide in a corner were, until you can bring the thing back. This movie might have like set a record for the amount of times I like audibly groaned like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like when he dove in after her, I was like, oh, like, ugh. So dumb. It starts way earlier than that. I have a note. Oh, yeah. My, my second note is this movie is a mess three minutes in. <laughs> I literally looked, checked the time when I th- first popped in my head that this movie was a mess. And that was three minutes in. I was like, what yes. is happening here? So great. Which part was that? Do you know the exact part? 
I I think it was when she was like, "Look at my tuna Santa," and they showed like a, for for five seconds we had to sit here and look at this tuna San- Santa Claus that she made. What am I looking at tuna Santa for? What even is that? I was just, I just, that's why I wrote down tuna Santa. WTF is this movie? Did you guys notice like he comes home to this party that's at his house and like nobody says hi to him, and he's like, like surprised no like, it's happening. Yeah, yeah. He he he's like coming home from work or whatever, where he's a teacher, and like he should have got off at like three o'clock. <laughs> yeah. And then he comes home, and like there's well, like maybe sixty people in his house, and no one like addresses him. Like, oh hey, yeah, thanks for having us over. Well, because they all like, see he's on the phone with the science company. Yeah, they don't say what even after, what it is. No, even after that, they like no. <laughs> I don't know. It was just strange. It's like. Why are you at this party that nobody's, like, acknowledging you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I totally agree. Okay, Um, my next note is that... <laughs> Review's like, okay. There's more things I have to slam, Sean. We don't have enough time. Um, I love how... I love how people, like, in the battle scene, they keep shouting, like, Now! To, like, coordinate these complicated attacks. <laughs> and they have no idea what they're doing. It's just like, Now! Now! Now, wait, no, you go. No, you go. And it's like, now. no, I meant now. <laughs> There's no time to coordinate anything. You guys are idiots. My, uh, my next comment. I'm still on like the first like ten minutes of the movie oh, here. <laughs> I've written down oh, that okay. Chris Pratt is a loser in this movie. Who just who's like sad that he's not special. Like, not get over it, dude. Not everyone is special. This is just part of life. Like, you just some of us are just gonna be normal people. It's okay. Like, why are you so <laughs> obsessed with being special, being a celebrity or something? So, loser. That's my that's my next note. Nice loser, Sean. Why does everything have to be in Russia always? Because <laughs> nobody Cause knows anything like, about it, and it's kind of like that, that scene could have been in Canada. Well, and and do they do they really go to a uh, like ninth grader as like the expert on volcanoes? Like, there's yeah. no other people <laughs> alive. It's like, oh well, there's this one kid who's really into volcanoes. <laughs> we sent them all to the Let's future to, to die, him. Sean. <laughs> okay to be fair i did love that scene with the kid talking about the volcano like, that, that kid was great <laughs> that guy that kid's gonna be a star yeah anyway i thought it was um, a weird tie-in because like they didn't create any kind of bond with like his students and then they have to like it just seemed like they were trying to bring everything like full circle and it was like not everything has to be full circle <laughs> yeah that's another yeah exactly sean i think i wrote my note is this movie has so many freaking tropes <laughs> it just wants yeah. every single like every single sappy and like emotional movie trope that you could have like oh you know the mother yeah. da- the father the daughter son or daughter father drama <laughs> the father son drama the wife's husband drama you know and then it's like just this like integrating time travel dramas but not explaining just all the tropes and it just none of them hit none of them landed (laughs) well my my next comment uh sort of ties in with what you're saying about the the father-daughter dynamic and that was uh my, I wrote down, has Chris Pratt ever talked to a child before? Because the way he talks to the child in this movie is like not the way a father would talk to a daughter. Yes. He's just like, hello, yes, little girl, you are so <laughs> special to me. That's what I'm saying about the like going away. He's like, he sets it up like, oh, I'm, I'm going away on a trip. It's like, she doesn't probe him at all. He just gives it I'm up right gonna away. Go, gonna go die in a war. Sorry. See ya. You might get a million dollars, though, if I die. I promise I'm not going to die. Yeah, that was kind of tight. How's the government? That's a question. How's the government going to pay all the freaking <laughs> yeah, million think dollar about payouts? It. Yeah, do the math on that. If only 30% of the people that go come back and they've sent 500,000 people and they're paying a million dollars out to the, the relations of every single person. Did you guys theorize that they were only sending people that were su- like supposed to die in the near term? I think that's because what they're they trying do- to imply. Yeah. Which I'm also like, if you have that kind of algorithm working in two years from now, like, well, that's who- the interesting <laughs> I thing. Know. I feel like there was it's like they have so much technology. Yeah, I didn't have but a then problem. They don't. I didn't have a problem with the technology at the beginning, like before the aliens. But like once you have an alien horde, they have to fend off. Like there's no technology, technological advances, right? Like the whole ship thing that they had, where they had like they created the transport back to the past yeah. 
Like that's not getting built. <laughs> you gotta just try yeah. to survive, you know? Well, I yeah. don't know. That was my other, I did have that thought though. It's like that far into the future, like how do they not have more technological advances? Like how are they still using like still the using same, Humvees. like he looks down the street in the middle of Miami and there's like a 2004 Ford Focus sitting there. Like this is supposed <laughs> to be like 2055 or whatever. Like is that, we don't have flying cars by then. Like when did the aliens actually come? 2048. Right. So you're saying from, from, from 2021 to 2048, there's no technological advances whatsoever. Well, people, all the technology is heading towards alien defeat, right? Like all the technology is focused on that one super crucial aspect. But they don't, but then that timeline, they don't know that. So all the technology would have kept it evolving in those 20 years, right? Uh. <laughs> In the timeline where the aliens first come, they don't know that the aliens are coming. Well, that's the thing. I don't think it's like a timeline movie. I think they have the one timeline, like future to, like the future to the time where the daughter dies and Chris Pratt comes back. That timeline. But the guy, like he said, like the river thing. That's their timeline example. Like a uh, explanation is the two, the river going down, yeah. and they keep. I thought that was a pretty good actually explanation of the time travel thing. But then, it does wipe out. By Chris Pratt killing the aliens before they, you know, hatch. That does wipe out the whole alien timeline, right? <laughs> I mean, none of it. Yeah, yeah. This none is of too it, dumb of a movie to good. be getting this deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is not like Tenet or Inception or something. <laughs> well, did you guys understand why were they sending a bunch of people through the jump link when they had another military there? Like they have F fifteens and sixteen because they didn't they didn't have enough people I guess in that military so they need to bring in their parents. But if everyone dies within a minute, what is what is the point? Well, only seventy percent of them die within a minute. I have like way we gotta I gotta keep cruising yeah, keep, keep, keep these going. notes I got keep I got so rolling. many more. We gotta keep this train I just can't get over that that plot hole. There's just um, no point in sending people through the jump link. This is a thought I had about the arm thing as someone who broke their arm when I was in uh, in high school and I had to wear a cast for like, I don't know, six weeks or so. What if your arm gets itchy in there? Like your arm's got to get itchy in that big armband thing. That was all I could think about anytime mm. I saw those. So that sucks. That um, sucks. They not, that was, I have more. Should I keep going? Keep going because I have like one last sure. one. I don't have any more. It's a half. It's a half hour. You're like a half hour into the movie before we see them aliens. Like that's just too long to hold off the aliens. I think. Yeah. I think the little girl who plays Chris Pratt's daughter is a better actor than Chris Pratt is. So that was <laughs> that scene was especially rough. Um, I called that the Romeo Command chick was his daughter in the future. Literally, like two minutes into her being in the movie, you kind of see that one coming from coming from a mile away. The lab where they're in, they go in to save the doctors. I'm like 75% sure that's the same exact lab that they use in filming uh, the end of World War Z, which is a much, much better movie. Actually, uh, low key, very good movie. With Brad, small right? Plug for, small, yeah, small plug for World War, World War Z. Oh, right right there. When I was watching that, I thought it was like a COD map. <laughs> that's what it looked like to me. It did sort of. It did sort of. Yeah. Um, when he goes into the lab to get the ampules or the vials or whatever, and they're like, get those 12 vials. You'll see them. They're blue. And he pulls them out. There's clearly 18 vials there. <laughs> like, you maybe only 12 them? of them are filled. I don't know. But then he doesn't refrigerate them for the rest of the time until he goes gets to gets to where she is. So they need. it's very important that they stay in the refrigerator, but they can go for, you know, multiple hours on end unrefrigerated. Um, yeah. It's only refrigerated after opening. Yeah. Did you did you have a problem, Elijah, with them going after that fat guy who fell through the cracks? Well, that <laughs> that was problem. one of my points. Is uh, it seemed like the fat guy and the grumpy girl were doing a lot of the heavy lifting. He has them like running out point. <laughs> the two like two least qualified people. He's like, yeah, you guys go out and check that out and make sure it's uh, it's. <laughs> and then he has the, also the two least qualified people standing at the bottom standing guard like the place where you're most likely to run into an alien let's put the least qualified people down there like yeah. he just doesn't seem like he's very he's really running this in a very smart manner and then like you said like <laughs> they're all jumping down there to save this fat guy who is 1000 percent gonna die no matter Freaking, what you listen, do <laughs> yeah listen to the guy with the claw he knew what he was talking about just let the fat guy die um 
And then he ends up, yeah, dying anyway. So yeah. <laughs> then I like didn't have any notes for a while because um, <laughs> you were sleeping. No, because it got interesting. I think there the sort of dynamic with his future daughter, like that was sort of an interesting thing. And like I said, that's I for the most part that scene with the hives and the Hummer, like I enjoyed that. That was a pretty good scene, especially because the the alien, the the queen alien, just looks so awesome. Like that was that was part was really well done. So I didn't really have any more notes. I sort of got it, it sort of. Uh, um, sort of got into it from there until they go to that circular <laughs> circular place then i get back to like wait a second what is going on here we already talked about why didn't they just shoot the queen when they had her hanging there like whatever like just kill her you don't need her anymore once you have the vial the vial ready to go <laughs> this was a big one for me the the thing that ultimately destroys that rig structure that they're on is a cruise ship that just comes out of nowhere. All of a sudden, there's this burning cruise ship that that comes careening into the, the legs of the thing. Where did the cruise ship come from? I thought you saw it earlier. Did I miss something there? I don't I know. I think they were just using different ships. I think they were just... <laughs> yeah. they just is that what it. it was? It was just out of nowhere. It's like, and here's a burning cruise ship. It was also we on got fire. One. <laughs> it was also yeah. on fire. Inexplicably on fire from the aliens. <laughs> yeah. I Somehow love that. the aliens make fire. Um, how did he not, when he was falling back to Earth after getting jumped again, how did he not crack the vial? Because he has the vial, clearly has the vial in his hand, and then just like falls from, I guess, what did they say it was like eight feet you fall from when you, when you, when you return? So yeah, he falls from eight feet with the vial in his hand. The vial doesn't crack. Seems, seems a little implausible to me. Um, they, this was one of my notes was they called the tomorrow war because it takes you until tomorrow to finish the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently global warming brings one. out the aliens. Yeah. Um, love that. Love which that. I guess, sure. Why not? <laughs> global warming brings out the aliens. Um, well, this is a great quote I wrote down. Uh, one degree is the difference between ice and water. Yes. Sensei. <laughs> That was good. Um, I was like hoping and praying it wouldn't set up a sequel, which thankfully it didn't. There's going to—I yeah. don't think there's going to be a Tomorrow War two, even though this is the number one movie on IMDb right now uh. in terms of popularity. Strangely enough, um, <laughs> then I just have a LOL. He hit it with the snowmobile. Incredible! Yeah. That scene was great. Can no, we talk no, about the snowmobile not. scene for a it second? It was horrible. Because that is where the movie finally started swooping back up on my circle, back up to good. If okay. you can hit an alien with the snowmobile, I'm back in. This is where I could come back in because my last note is all caps. It's so dumb. Period. <laughs> it's it's J.K. Simmons at the end. It's like I'm sorry for everything. So, so, okay, so first J.K. Simmons snipes the thing, then Chris Pratt shoots the thing, okay, then it goes back to, <laughs> then you get to this point where, like, J.K. Simmons cuts his hand, revealing that he knows that they smell blood, even though there's no way he would have known that unless someone told him. <laughs> then it That's goes true. To, then it goes to um, him saying, I'm sorry for everything, and you think he's going to, like, sacrifice himself, but then, no, Chris Pratt jumps on the thing's back and cuts his throat, but then, no, the thing's still alive. It's like, there was, it was just so, so dumb. So There's dumb. two times where Chris Pratt comes flying in out of nowhere. One is on the snowmobile, and the second time is just randomly with like a butter knife or whatever he knife. has, where he's he's jumping in, and it's yeah. it's it's great both Atrocious. times. It's hilarious Atrocious. the first time because the snowmobile, and the second <laughs> time you're just like, wait, what? <laughs> where did that come from? Because they're they're really running this this Chris Pratt jumps in to save the day again. Um, I just have uh, just, then my notes so finish out with. Uh, the end, L-O-L-O-L-O-L, what WTF was that? And then uh, <laughs> at the end, uh, I just had a note that his daughter is just going to hug some random old dude, like, regardless of yeah. who that guy it's is. Like, a, a small child. Yeah. yeah. A small child is not just going to go up and hug, like, a random old dirty dude who is just has, like, alien blood all over him. <laughs> True. Love it. Love they it. show up back yeah. like they're like 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 Russia was like 15 minutes away like oh yeah we we're just down the street in Russia <laughs> yeah <laughs> like he was still limping the Mustang man. yeah I don't know there's just so many things wrong with this movie like they had to throw in that another trope like oh the p- politician guy was like taking credit for <laughs> yeah even though he stopped like why why is that there like it's so unnecessary it doesn't add anything it's stupid. <laughs> uh. 
Horrible. Horrible movie. <laughs> Terrible movie. <laughs> Maybe it should have been like Joel Edgerton and uh, Nick Nolte from uh, from uh, Warrior. With yeah. Their father-son vibes. I don't know. Tight. I was a uh, my dad watched the movie then, and I was ta- talking to him about it. He had a good point, which I I then thought about, and I'll ask you guys and see if maybe you can think of an example. But what's a movie where like a son and a father have a good relationship? They always showed like good kid with a bad dad or good dad with a bad kid. There's never mm. just good kid with a good dad, and they're just they just work together and they're like they they have a good relationship. What's a movie where that happens? can't think of one uh, wait give me a it's second it's a wonderful life sometimes there's like father figures see can't think of one i was i was saying it's a wonderful life i guess it's a wonderful lion life king? is a good one sean i suppose lion king yeah no because it's 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 good dad bad son for the most of that movie and then by the time the son becomes good the dad's dead i, I think it's finding very Nemo? much no good dad bad son the son wasn't really bad. He just got. Uh, yeah, I don't. It's not a very common. They don't, they don't have a good relationship, though. That's a great point. Yeah, it's not a common. Uh, you know, character dynamic, right? I don't know. We'll re- we'll have to reach out to the listeners. Listeners, if you can think of a movie with a good father son relationship where they don't hate each other, um, that be- or one doesn't hate the other, let us know because. Up. Yeah, hit us up, looseconceptpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear hear about it. Speaking of It's a Wonderful Life, did you catch that? Like, they were doing that yes. hee-haw, hee-haw thing? Was that, yes. was that supposed to be an ode to It's a Wonderful Life? Is that what that was? Yeah. horrible one. Because <laughs> <laughs> then they never did it for the rest of the movie. Another thing that yeah. they just, yeah. like, brought in and then just totally were like, nah, a we're trope. not going to keep that going. A big trope. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> It's just like just stick with your if you're if things are gonna if you're gonna make it a thing make it a thing and stick with it throughout the whole movie. Now to try it once see if it works. Nah, if, even if it does work, we're not doing it again. Anyway, yeah, the Tomorrow right. War. And that's a review. And that's our <laughs> review. <laughs> Next week on the pod, talking a golf classic. Hmm. Caddyshack. Caddyshack, top 20 movie. Oh, is it a top 20, Rudy? Okay, okay. Gonna have a, trying to have a special guest on for that one, so keep your ears out for that. Um, yeah, do all that fun stuff. Guys, it's good to be back in the saddle with you. Oh, yeah. Recording another episode. I love just yeah. crapping all over a movie with my boys. <laughs> Nothing better. <laughs> like, a, like a good old-fashioned crap fest with the homies. <laughs> crap fest. Yeah, let's wrap it up. (laughs) Thanks, everyone, for listening. And remember to always keep it it loose. And keep it conceptual. You gotta try this blowhole thing, man. This whale dude is giving me a brain freeze. I'll have what she's having. I still love you, baby. Oh, you poor, sad multimillionaire. I feel so sorry for you. I was right. I think I liked you better when you were drunk. No, my ears are fine. We definitely have an out-of-tune player. You are a sad, strange little man, and you have my pity. Farewell.